A third world capital, that's the verdict from the Restaurant Association. Large chunks of Wellington's CBD were without water for hours today, meaning no flushing toilets, workers sent home and businesses grinding to a halt. An alert was issued just after eight this morning after a pipe burst, leaving at least 100 properties around Warring Taylor Street, Queen's Wharf and Hunter Street without running water. Water tankers were set up in the CBD and part of Custom House Quay was also cordoned up for, off for the patch-up. Wellington restaurant owner and Restaurant Association National President Mike Egan joins us now. That doesn't sound too flash, Mike. What do you reckon? Oh no! Once again, our four, you know, our four retailers and restaurateurs and uh, office um, people are, you know, shut out of their buildings and, you know, frustrating. Very frustrating. How much disruption do you reckon it caused? Oh, uh, huge for the for the buildings uh, involved because obviously no running water, no bathrooms can be used, no no water for cleaning dishes. So yeah, they all had to shut up shop. And you know, um, I, I'm standing here watching it now. You know, they're working flat out, so you can't blame the the, the, the people on the ground here. They're doing a great job. Um, but yeah, it's just very frustrating. And you know, when's it? When are we going to get our head around this thing? Um, you know, I was thinking about my third world. Well, we're not third world. We're not first world. We're sort of second string. Um, and it's a bit disappointing um, that it keeps happening and no one seems to uh, put their hand up and say, let's sort it. So, Mike, you're standing there, can you, you can see them toiling away. So what, still yes. properties around there don't have running water? Uh, yeah, I'd say so because um, they've got pumps in there and I can see water pouring out onto the street. Um, yeah, and, uh, yeah, the, the guys and girls here are just going flat out. So, um, yeah, I guess I haven't gone and talked to them because I don't want to interrupt them, but, yeah. Um, I, I'd say maybe by the look of it, they, they put a new big piece of pipe in. I just saw it being lifted in by a little crane. So hopefully it'll be ready in a couple of hours. How much money is that down the tubes for the businesses today, do you think? Well, you know, um, Thursday's a good day for everyone. So probably 10, 10 to 15, 20% of their turnover for the week uh, down the drain. And as you know, you know, restaurants aren't, uh, they, we, we run them on a shoestring pretty much and, and any uh, no-shows and any loss of business like this unplanned. You know, we've still got to pay all the staff, obviously, and pay the, pay the rent and all the, all the other costs. So, yeah, it's just, once again, it's just very frustrating. The thing is, you mentioned other incidents, right? You had a kind of, well, poo explosion previously and water pipes bursting and it's still not sorted. I mean, whose fault is that? Because people don't want to pay necessarily what it costs to patch up these enormous problems. No, well, it got me thinking because, you know, we, we all run these small businesses and we get this thing called depreciation. And the smart ones, we put this money aside um, and we use it to replace our ovens and our, our infrastructure. Um, so when councils build all this new fancy stuff um, and they depreciate it, um, they don't seem there's no compunction to put the money aside in the depreciation for 10, 20, 30 years' time when obviously everything has to be replaced. So whilst they put it on their P&L as a cost, um, it comes out of the bank account and they use it for other things. Um, but it's not put aside. So it just gets, can get kicked down the road to use a euphemism. So what would your message be then to um, local council and the like? Well, I wonder whether it's something that should be in the Local Authorities Act where councils have to fully fund depreciation and then it gets put into like a sinking fund that's held by Treasury or someone and they can only access it to replace those assets they use the depreciation for. Um, that's what small businesses do. So maybe we've got to look at running these councils, however many there are, like a like a small prudent business um, instead of, you know, um, count, a new council gets in and they, they um, open open the piggy bank and off they go spending the money on, on vanity projects and what have you sometimes. Mike, do you reckon those businesses are owed any compensation and if so, from whom? We're, we've been down the track before and it's just uh, 
they sort of wear you out, you know. <laughs> yeah, I mean, you try to get it, and, and the insurance companies, it probably doesn't trigger enough for an insurance company to, to get the loss of business insurance, and then if it does, the premiums go up. Um, we, we, we just sort of hope that um, someone's going to finally sort of see what's underground in Wellington and um, do a stock take and just have this program, um, you know, of replacement and repair and renewal. Appreciate your time, Mike. That's Mike Egan, who is a Wellington restaurant owner and also the national president of the Restaurant Association.